Want some candy? <laughs> Welcome back to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn, Please. <laughs> Oh, shut up, dude. <laughs> a weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched <laughs> and answer that very question. Should or shouldn't you watch this? He's in town with a few days to kill. Our eighth movie of a 12-movie review series of our alien and predator extravagans. Hunting season opens again. So join us for part two of our deep dive and review of Predator 2 from 1990. Mm. There's no stopping what can't be stopped, no killing what can't be killed. <laughs> it came for the thrill of the hunt. He's on safari. Lions. Tigers. The bears. Oh my. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> a few days to kill. Predator Starts two. Friday, November 23rd at theaters everywhere. Check local listings. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's the best trailer of the podcast so far. It's really great. I mean, that's that quote from Gary Busey is insane, man. Gary Busey's character is a surprise and delight in this film. It's amazing. He's amazing. I got some dude. great trivia points. Yes. For Gary Busey. I have not researched this at all. So I am chomping at the bit, bro. Lay it on me. Let's get into it. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. Popcorn trivia. <laughs> Several of the hunting party members. Okay. This is spoiler zone. Remember. So. We're talking about the hunting party members of the Where they're predators. in the ship? Yeah, the okay. very, very Yeah, end. where you see the whole crew. They were played by players from the Los Angeles Lakers. Danny Glover was a big fan of the Lakers, and when the production needed several very tall people to play the background predators, he asked them to help out. I want to know what players... Wait, you're telling me you're not going to tell me who the I players are? I don't know. I hate you. <laughs> I've never... Been more upset. I'm sure it's probably in the IMDb. Maybe it's not. Maybe they just came on set for like. Oh the day. my gosh! Isn't that we crazy? need to figure that out, dude? Yeah, I'm gonna Google that while we do this. All right. With more time than the Predator, because so so Stan Winston, the goat of designing 100%, 100%. creature design. He had more time than he had with the original Predator movie from 1987. He came up with ideas and designs with more exotic weapons, such as the retractable spear, which was awesome, the detachable pincers, the smart disc, the net. Dude. All of those things for the Predator to use to differentiate this film from the previous one. And, man, those weapons were awesome. We got so much more than we deserved here. For a second film, as ridiculous as it was, there was a lot of care and like love to the lore and like yeah. I, it. It was awesome. Speaking of care stuff. to the lore, the elder predator suit. So they're talking about the. Yeah. They're referencing the main predator okay. in the last scene. He comes out and he's in the middle. Yeah. It was made from the original Jungle Hunter outfit from Predator. Oh, wow. With different armor pieces applied. 
The elder's head was likewise recycled from the jungle hunter's outfit. They're calling the jungle hunter from, from the first one and was modified with foam latex appliances to alter its appearance. According to special effects artist Shane Mahan, we changed the structure and look of it a bit and broke a tusk off of it to make it look a little older. I didn't even notice that. That sounds awesome. The elder was played by Kevin Peter Hall, who plays the main character of this. Yep. They call him the, cent- the city hunter. And uh, so he played both. That's awesome. That's really cool. That's awesome. That's all the main trivia that I have. What? I have, I have some beefs. I have some puzzles and a lot of redemption. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not, sorry. I'm upset because this trivia was awesome. Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? Where did you get that soundbite from, bro? From the commercial. Where's the beef? That old lady. <laughs> I, I was playing that. in my like every single day when I was a little kid on TV because we had like six stations. Yeah. So they played it over and over. Yeah. I would always say that to my mom. Where's the beef? Like when we're eating food. where's the beef (laughs) i I think maybe the a few years later it became the what is it chicken it's what's for dinner oh yeah whatever and they played that crazy song that like (laughs) i almost i'm like i can't make this noise yeah (laughs) yeah it's great well speaking of beef and chicken Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i have four big beefs these are major beefs okay arnold schwarzenegger said no predator 2 obviously or he would be in the film because of a dispute over money according to producer john davis it was over an additional 250k which the studio refused to pay him what that's all it would have taken i mean no offense to glover he's but he's no arnold danny glover should never have been in this role in the first place bro but 250k they're already spending between thirty and thirty-five million. Just kick over to have a quarter of a mil to Arnold, so we can have him in the film. It would have been even better if Arnold would would have been in it. Because honestly, Glover was one of my least favorite parts. I love I love Danny Glover, but like he he's trying to play this like tough. <laughs> There's a badass, <laughs> and it's he's saying these words, and I'm like. Remember when what? he grabs that guy and pushes yes. him like, against the wall and he's yelling and screaming yes. at him like it you're like, what is who is this guy? Yeah, he acted like what is it, Riggs? Yeah. From Lethal He was trying to play Riggs from Lethal Weapon, but he wasn't Riggs from Lethal. No. It was weird. It, it was, was it was very awkward. And they like everyone was kind of scared of him, but he's not a scary person at all. No, he just looks like the like your uncle. Yeah, man. He looks more like he should be on the Cosby's than Correct. I don't I don't mean that in the way that you assholes are probably taking it okay. <laughs> but he doesn't look like an action hero. He just no, he doesn't. He just looks man. like an awesome guy that you'd go Plus, hang out with. Why didn't he roid out? Yeah. What? Like you're not gonna transform your body, you're just gonna rock the dad bod. Like all the other guys from Predator. Seriously, man. <laughs> we need the body or something. Yeah. So here's beef number two. Gary Busey's character, Peter Keyes, was originally written into the script as Dutch, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character from the first film. Think about that for a second. It would have been a more robust role and would have resulted in Schwarzenegger and Danny Glover sharing headline for the film. This was another, uh, another option for the movie. 
Because Schwarzenegger declined to participate due to his dissatisfaction with the script and the director and his 250K, the role, re, the role was reduced to a secondary villain, anti-hero, and Busey was cast instead. That would have been crazy having those two pair Man. up at the end. Having What? In, yeah, that would have been awesome. It, it's funny because Busey's role was, it, it kind of didn't fit. All of a sudden, he's in the, the police offices, mm-hmm. but then he's been here for a month, staking mm-hmm. him out. Like, mm-hmm. again, you really, I enjoyed it, but you have to suspend a lot of the continuity stuff. Like, none of the, nothing makes sense at all. You just have to enjoy the visuals and the fun of it. Yeah. But I would have liked more Paxton. Every time he was on screen, he stole the show, man. His- <laughs> they like me. He would like it over his 30 second scene. You'd see him for five seconds and he's dry. You see him in 15 seconds and he's kind of sweaty. And then at the 30 second mark, he's drenched, dude. His sweat drenched through his suit. Sweat. Yeah. <laughs> dude. It was insane. Oh, I'm, I'm the best at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was great. His dialogue was the best. That was amazing. And honestly, he was playing the same role as his Marine in Alien. Correct. Or Aliens. Mm-hmm. And, except it, I think it actually fit way better in this movie. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Bill Paxton. Gosh. Beef number three, John McTiernan, who direct, directed Die Hard okay. and The Predator, his fee was $2 million. That's why he declined to direct this movie because the executives wanted to keep the budget the same as on the first film, but turned it down to work on Hunt for October instead. How in the fudge are you going to make Predator in a city for the same budget as doing it in a jungle? That makes no sense. That's why. And it was way more. They they spent more money. And if they would (sighs) have just given McTiernan his money and freaking Arnold. How much did they pay the other director? I don't know. What, so like for a point and a half, a million and a half, we could have had Arnold in the original director? Yeah. That's why this is a big beef. These man. are big. All three of these are large beefs. <laughs> these are big sides of beef. This is a triple Arby's. All right. Here's, here's my last beef. And this will make you sad, I think. <sighs> so you remember the lady from... Predator, the first Predator, the only lady in the entire movie. Yes. Okay. She was supposed to be in this movie. You get to see her picture like for like two seconds on a a monitor. So her name is Carrillo. She filmed a debriefing scene in which she talks to the camera and describes the events of the first film, but it was cut from the sequel. What? It it almost feels like that Terminator 2 scene with sarah connor where she's looking up Mm. in the monitor and they're replaying it back and she's freaking out is that scene available anywhere i i i can't couldn't find it (sighs) but it would just been nice connective tissue to have her back how can you like literally that seems so reasonable to have you're giving more context to the viewer Mm -hmm. you're tying the movies together and you could have used that briefing to further the plot, right? And and cheat that way. But instead, you have a scene with a freaking Rasta 
drug lord getting killed. Like dudes getting blasted. Yeah, in there the are street. so many scenes that have no point being there at all, and then this one gets. You know cut? how rad it would have been to open on like a, a monitor, click on, and you see her in a. And yeah. like an interrogation Like type how room. they do in Jurassic Park. I swear there's a ton of scenes like that. And she's just sitting there f- just terrified, recounting all of her history. And then you cut into this yeah. crazy, you know, scene. Yeah. Because then you're setting the mood for like, oh my gosh, it was scary. This was super scary. And she was yeah. a great actress. She like... She did great. Great at being terrified and like... Well, also- and Busey's character would know her because Busey is the one who sent Arnold exactly to the first guy, he would definitely be utilizing her as an asset. Exactly. Like, or having his hell? voice maybe in the background. Cause then, then the, later on in the movie, you'd, you'd see Busey. I don't know. Is there like some sort of theory? I, every time we do this, I'm like, I could definitely do this better than this guy who does it for a living, <laughs> which seems unreasonable. Is there, do I have like some issue? Because I seriously think I could solve so many of these problems. What is wrong with these people? Like what the what the I hell? I mean, I think it comes down to especially with like sequels. You've got a lot of money money writing on it, and the executives want it to be a hit, and so there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, but like, if you really love money, every time this happens, the box office suffers. So if you're an executive, wouldn't you say, maybe I should shut the fuck up yeah. so this movie can be a success? <laughs> yeah, get because out of the way. every other time some, you know, suit and tie got involved, it was bad. I so mean, maybe I shouldn't. Alien 3. Dude, right. You could example. have literally watched Alien 3. It ruined the director's career. I mean, genuinely. initially. Yeah. But then he's, he's obviously done awesome yes. stuff after that. But, but I... It's so crazy that it happens so often. Yeah. You have any other beefs that you want to bring up? Anything you didn't like about the movie? Before we get into popcorn puzzles. No. I'm going easy on this one. A sphincter says what? (laughs) What? A sphincter says what? What? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So here are my puzzles. The spear weapon that was used in the film disappeared and was reported stolen after filming was completed. Who has the spear? Someone has the... Did you research? Has it, is it like... I don't know if it is In surfaced. a private collection somewhere? Maybe it's used to kill like hobos. That's what killed that dude in the, in the alley. <laughs> yeah, probably the spear. And they had to get rid of it because it was a murder weapon. Yeah, but like, aren't there a ton of actors who talk about stealing props but from the dude, film. dude, that spear was like 12 feet long. Like, how do you walk out? Hey, hey, Daryl, what are you doing with that spear, man? Oh, I gotta go. Gotta go clean. Gotta I bet Bill Paxton had it. Maybe. It's buried with him. So here's another puzzle. The subway attack scene was directly adapted from the first Predator comic book series. The pr- producers thought it was cool and wanted to use it in the film. The reason why I bring this up is this is the weirdest it definitely felt exactly what I just said. It, it felt like, hey, we want to do this. It's cool. But didn't it feel like all Honestly, of a sudden we were on like the subway? Honestly, it's like watching a different movie. And then we see this enormous scene. Yes. Elaborate planning and all this crazy stuff. It was, it was filmed on a stage. And then it, 
it's over and then you yeah it's like well what? even the way they filmed it it almost reminded me like a, a club scene from blade where you've got like a strobe effect going and you can like kind of see and yeah it it was super out of place cut that and put the lady in that freaking that, that bill paxton just showed up there we didn't yeah. how did he even get there it was it was weird it was and it was aggressively violent like tons of blood everywhere but we didn't get to see anything because the lights were flickering all yeah, the time so the it was kind of was i thought it was going to be cool but it just ended up being a muddle yeah it wasn't yeah. great some of the predator sounds were recycled from tremors from 1990 i'm trying to get my wife to watch that i want to watch it again so bad does it hold up tremors is amazing i want to watch it again so bad i there's like seven of them but the first one is by far the best. I'm I'm doing it. It's got Kevin Bacon, man. And it's great. I I read a like a quick review that said it's it's one of the best movies ever made on the budget that it was made. Like every performance was great. I just it sung its praises. I need to watch it again. Yeah, you should. Let's do it. Tremors podcast. We should. After this, in four more films, <laughs> we will do Tremors. All right, I got three more popcorn puzzles. At one point, Patrick Swayze was approached to star in the film, <laughs> but was unable to because he was injured during the filming of Roadhouse. Wow. Wow. <laughs> A Roadhouse tie-in. A Roadhouse tie-in. So if he would have been injured... We, we, Who would he have been? He would have been Instead Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. Yeah. Uh, man... I'm not trying to shit on Danny Glover. This would have been cool with Patrick Swayze. It would have been. They're just. It was a terrible cast. Yeah. One of the worst, honestly. Yeah. Sorry, man. Here's another crazy <sighs> puzzle. In 2020, director Stephen Hopkins revealed that he met with Steven Seagal for the lead role in the film. Listen to listen to Seagal's demands. What? He wanted to play the character as a CIA psychiatrist who knew martial arts. Hopkins passed on casting him, <laughs> wanting the character to be an average Joe type. Dude. A CIA psychiatrist who knew martial arts. Steven Seagal is Pop a walking off. meme, dude. <laughs> he is the dumbest MFer <laughs> who has ever lived. Have you seen his like fights where he's like trying to show off that he's like, the, yes. And he gets his fucking ass kicked. Or he touches the guys and they fall down because they're <laughs> they like planted out like hey, I'm going to touch you and you're going to flip over. Yes, I he's do. the weirdest caricature. He's he might not be human. Genuinely, he, he's probably an alien. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> dude, I, I'll stop. But I I don't like Steven Seagal. And the last popcorn puzzle I have is the Predator research done by Peter Keys, Gary Busey. And this movie is apparently continued after his death by his son, Jake Busey, in the sequel, The Predator, from 2018. Gary and Jake are father and son in real life, obviously. But they're the characters. He's, I forgot that he's in The Predator, dude. So we're, we're going to get a tie-in in two movies? After, yeah, in two movies. We'll get a tie-in to Predator 2. What? With Gary Busey's son. He picked up the mantle. It's so cool, man. Oh my wait. Wait. <laughs> I'll I guess I'll wait for the movie to see how they pull that off. Well that's cool. It's happening. That's awesome. And we're gonna be we're we're already committed. We're eight into this. We're not stopping now. No, we're not stopping. I have X 
Exercise the demons. It's time for Popcorn Redemption. This is the first film where Gary Busey made after his nearly fatal motorcycle accident. I did not know he was in a nearly fatal motorcycle accident. Dude, that's why he's so crazy, man. It was because of that. It did hurt. his personality change? Yes, it hurt his brain. Dude, this guy was a Academy Award winner. He won Best Actor in 1979. He was a great actor. And yeah. then from Predator 2 on, he was not all there. I feel like there. he's turned it into, he's made it work. You know, as you see him as this gnarled old dude on some of these newer movies, I love him. I love his acting I mean, in his yeah, old age, I, but that's unfortunate. If you want a great, like, snapshot of weird Gary Busey, go watch his season of uh, oh. <laughs> uh, Apprentice. Yes, I need to. Guy's bonkers. Maybe he's the next president. Uh, probably. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> The brief scene with the hunting party was the most expensive to make in the entire film. What? Stan the one Win in the ship? Yeah, the one in the ship. Ah. Stan Winston's effects team had to rebuild, or not rebuild, but build nine additional unique Predator suits for just a few minutes of screen time. I mean, that's dedication from Winston. He built nine Predators just for like five I mean, couple of seconds. Not to be weird, but who's controlling the budget? You that scene was cool, no mistaking it. But maybe you only have three of them, <laughs> and then you get Arnold. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, what? Yeah, two hundred fifty k. That's all it would have taken. What everyone. the hell? Speaking of Stan Winston, his team created several extraterrestrial skulls for the Predator trophy room, which was awesome. Oh my gosh, dude! Pause it on that scene. Mo yeah, pause it. Most of them unnamed alien species sprung from the uh, their artists' imaginations. However, in a fun nod to the Dark Horse comic Alien vs. Predator, John Rosengrant and Shane Mahan decided to include an alien warrior skull in the Predator's trophy case. The skull was sculpted by Kevin Hudson. Dude, so cool. And there's like a weird dragon. Yeah, there's some really oh. cool stuff in there. And it's just awesome that they did that. And I mean, yeah. it spawned to The lore, man. All the movies. weird little details. No third movie, second movie ever has this level of detail that I can think of. And it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. So speaking of that scene, we're in the ship and the Predator after he's like, okay, you bested one of our guys. Yep. Here's this gun. Here's the gun. He tosses this old, like... Like a... What are those? Something a, powder. Powder gun. Yeah. yeah. From the 1700s. So the story of how the elder predator obtained the 18th century pistol, which he gifted to Harrigan after defeating City Hunter, that reads Raphael Andolini from 1715 would later be a short story from Dark Horse Comics titled Predator 1718. In it, Raphael Andalini was a pirate on the Guinea coast who later had to battle his mutinous crew over gold. Sometime later, the Greyback, or the old Predator, intervened and helped Andalini defeat his former crew. What? Yeah, the, spirit, the, the Spanish pirate captain whom the elder predator fought in armed combat, but the elder predator never defeated and killed him as Andalini was shot by one of his crewmates who 
mutiny against him, and a dying Andalini gave the predator his pistol and told him to take it. And the predator respectfully took Andalini's pistol as respect to the fallen worthy opponent. I want to see that. I need to read these, man. I really need to read these. Seems like a really cool little section of the graphic novel. If you have, if you have, I know we're in redemption, so sorry, but if you have this much, I mean, pretty amazing material to draw off of from these comics, how did this end up as such a cluster? Yeah. I mean, you have, you could just, just copy it. It's already done. Yeah. It's weird. So, during the finale, which we just talked about, when the old predator hands Glover the gun, the old gun, Jim Thomas and John Thomas, I don't know if they're related. Thomas Bros. Had conceived an idea for a possible predator movie, which would have taken place in the past, where there were no modern weapons available to combat them, much like the finale of the original Predator of 1987. The next Predator movie, which is using this freaking premise comes out in the summer of 2022 on hulu and it will be it was called skulls originally but just recently was changed to prey wait predator colon skulls or just skulls it was just called skulls okay and and it was like was the director put it on twitter or something and it showed the like the timestamp thing that had the word skulls Mm. on it well, it's been recently renamed to Prey, which I think is cool because it's the opposite of Predator. Yeah. And it takes place 300 years ago in a Comanche nation. Oh, my gosh. With no weapons. I'm in. And you should look I'm, up the teaser I'm so image. Stoked. It's so dope. It has this, and it's a, a woman, a woman uh, Comanche like warrior. Yeah. And she's painted and she's in the foreground. And then it's like really misty and there's like trees and stuff. And then in the background, there's a shadow of a, of a predator behind her. This premise, because of the simplicity of it, I think has so much potential. This being set in the city was dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, again, you have to suspend any sort of cognitive thinking and, and not having it in a different setting would have fixed a lot of the, those problems. Oh yeah. For like sure. how do you get up there? How do you do that? How do you do that? How is this possible? What's going on with this? Why didn't you know that? Why are they in the subway? Like there's yeah. just so many questions. Yeah. So I only have one more redemption and I, this is the first time that I've come to this knowledge. Okay. Cause I've always, I'll give you the knowledge that I thought was true and then I'll, share the other half of the coin, and you tell me which one you believe. I'm in. So Bill Paxton, which we've revered in this pod, is the only man who has been killed by a Terminator, by an alien, and by a predator. Amazing. Which I, that's what I always thought. And it was like the coolest thing he could say. Yeah, I didn't know that, but that sounds awesome. So... (laughs) So I'm going to read this again. Bill Paxton is the first actor to be attacked by a T-800 Terminator in Terminator 1984, an alien in Aliens in 1986, and a predator in the movie, the the first movie. Lance Hendrickson, who plays uh, Bishop. Oh, yeah. Is the second being assaulted by a T-800 in the Terminator. I didn't even know he was in that movie. Me either. The alien 
the queen. Remember that. And a, pre- a predator in Alien versus Predator. He, He's in that? He comes back and reprises his role as bishop. Is that the one where they're in like an ice planet or yes. ice place? Yes. I have seen that a long ago. It's going to be good. Oh, I, I mean, remember. it's going to be crappy, but very good at the same time. I loved it then. <laughs> so according to this, it says, contrary to popular belief, not all of their characters are killed by these creatures. Paxton's character is only violently pushed away by the T-800, so we, apparently you don't see him die on, on screen, and abducted by the aliens, but he was he was for sure killed in aliens. Plus they left him. And it he would have died off. of starvation anyway. Yeah, he's dead. Hmm. Uh, Henriksen's character is severely wounded by the alien queen and shot by the T-800, but neither is confirmed dead. So, uh, Well, in, and in Alien 3, he's not dead because he's a robot. Yeah. Hmm. Well, guess what, listeners? I'm going back to giving Bill Paxton the, the medal of only being killed by a Terminator, alien, and predator. I don't think you can be that nitpicky on details like that. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think that's awesome. I got one, dude. The scene where they're in, where they, they go, first they're in the trailer, Gary Busey's trailer. Yes. And... And he's like, I won't tell you anything. And then literally, he he tells him everything yeah. and then hands him a gun. Yeah. but It's a big switcheroo. So funny. But that starts the coolest scene to me of the whole movie where they go in this warehouse. Oh, my God. It's a meat they, warehouse, yeah, dude. And they, they like try and mess with the Predator by turning the lights out. And they do all this... Oh my gosh. And the way that the Predator's vision changed back and forth. And then he flipped it to instead of ultraviolet, it was, it like, was like motion or yeah. something weird. Oh my gosh, man. It was awesome. That whole scene. And it, it's so funny because it felt like a completely different movie. Yeah. You go from this, I mean, maybe the most preposterous thing I've ever seen where they're on the streets. The whole first part of the For movie like isn't even a predator minutes, movie. They're maybe just even an hour. Gang fights. Yeah. And him like being a detective. Yeah, so weird. And there's no you don't see anything. But then this this is where it really felt like a predator movie. Yeah. And where I I felt it redeemed itself because I was kind of like, okay, that's fun, but this is effing stupid. This is a stupid. Yeah. What is going on? But then when this hit, and I remember watching it and feeling like it was so great that the movie should be over. And I think we paused. I'm like, oh my gosh, we still have an hour? Yeah, there was so much more fighting with Danny Glover, which was even great. That stuff when he, when Glover cuts his arm off with the disc. Yes. And like all the repair work and running and the the ship. They should have just cut out like almost the first hour. I mean, it was fun, Mm, but but like. It was okay. (laughs) So weird. I can't. I'm not giving this. It's not a. It's not. No. A, it's not a golden bucket. I, I'm going to give it. I don't know if I. I can't give a halvesies, but if I could, I'd give it a medium to large bucket. I'd say like, like a C plus. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, medium to large, like th- three and a half stars. Yeah, it could have been way better, man. I mean, obviously, but but you know if you. If you're only going to watch Predator, fine. Don't watch this. But if you like the Predator at all or have seen any of the other ones, you got to watch all of them. I think it's exactly what you need 
in a lot of ways out of a second movie. Yeah. I mean, there's they could have done way better, but it redeemed itself to the point where I got everything that I want out of a sequel. Correct. Every single thing. And and more. Some of the lore I think could have been done in the first one and would have made the first one better. You don't ever get that in the second one. No. But who's the Sam Winston? Stan Winston. Stan Winston. His team just was so tremendous that it overcomes yeah. all the dumb stuff. So And right now the 4K versions of all these have been released as a set. Just get them all. Yeah. You're not going to regret watching it, dude. No. It's it's great. Well, with that, hit me up on the Twitters or the Instas if you want to interact with the great popcorn priest at popcorn priest. Drop me a line and say hi. If you've enjoyed this or any of our previous episodes, please subscribe as you can get notifications on our newest episodes. I love movies and would love it if you'd share the love. Share this with one of the movie lovers in your life. Another way to support the show is by throwing a few shekels at the priest. Visit patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest and see what extra perks you can enjoy. Right now, right now. And as always, thanks for listening. And thanks to my guest, Dr. Dare. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Join us next week for Predators with an S. I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of excited. They copied Aliens, but in the wrong order. They did. I'm excited. It's going to be dope. We'll see you guys next week. 